0: Hi, welcome to story Hall. a podcast exploring the lore behind the most important stories in the world.
1: So pull up a chair by the fireplace and let us put a story in your hole.
2: (laughs) Hi, I'm Roger. Hi, I'm Joey. And I'm Kevin. Hey, I've been
0: thinking lately. I know we've been friends for a lot of years, but I'd really just love to get to know you guys on a deeper level. Like, yeah.
1: I, I want to know what makes you tick. I've been waiting for you to ask, Roger. <laughs> I was afraid to look inside. I was hoping that maybe we could find out, find out together.
0: I want to find out what you're like on the inside and the outside.
1: Go ahead. Get on in there. Okay. Get get dirty.
0: <laughs> but really, what, what kind of person do you think you are? Weird and wild. I like <laughs> kindness
1: and stupidity.
0: Weird and wild. Uh, wild and crazy kids. Yeah.
1: With Omar Gooding, who I believe is the younger brother of Cuba Gooding Jr. Is that true? I, probably.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How many Goodings are there?
2: Six Goodings. Yeah, next time on Story Hole. <laughs> Kevin, what about you? If I had to also associate with a Nickelodeon show, I think I would probably be <laughs> Hey Arnold. Yeah. Arnold from Hey Arnold. Yeah, that football head.
1: Thing. Yeah. Do you miss your your parents because they went on a safari and never came back?
2: Is that what happened in that story? <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm actually I'm actually going to be covering that one at some point.
2: Is he related to Eliza from Wild Thornberries? What if? Yeah. Nigel's uh, mustache kind of looks like Arnold's hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's two triangles That's put together in <laughs> the center. I think you're onto I think something. You might
1: be onto something. This <laughs> yeah. is a good conspiracy.
0: Well, comparing ourselves to Nickelodeon shows is definitely one scientific method for figuring out a person's personality. But I actually want to talk about a different method that's probably used a little bit more widely and is equally as scientific. How familiar are you guys with the alignment system
2: in Dungeons & Dragons? Like surface level? Yeah, I would say surface level. Like I've heard lawful good Mm -hmm. before, and I think I can understand what that means.
1: Yeah. Chaotic neutral.
2: You can cut this out, but... I thought for sure that you were talking about identifying which character you were from Sex in the City because I thought we were doing (laughs) Sex in the City today. (laughs) I've been on the wrong mindset this entire time.
0: No, I wanted to do Sex in the City uh, in a week or two, but I should just use the same
1: intro again. Hi guys, welcome to Sorrel. Today we'll be covering Sex in the City. (laughs) (laughs) How how familiar are you guys with sex in the city? (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, uh, the alignment system in
0: in Dungeons & Dragons is something that was developed for a very specific purpose in a particular role-playing game, but has been seen as being so effective as a tool for understanding personalities that gets used all the time in all different kinds of media. So on today's story hole, we're going to see if we can't learn a little bit about ourselves by taking a deep look at the Dungeons & Dragons alignment system. little background the name dungeons and dragons is typically shortened to D and DD is a set of systems for creating role-playing games where people can build characters and stories and interact with the fictional world and it's all based on a written set of guidelines and rules but it's pretty open-ended you know enough that you can basically play any kind of game that you want with your friends joey you've played the most D. is that a good way to summarize it
1: yeah yeah i think so yeah it's like cooperative storytelling
0: yeah and it's important in that storytelling that people are able to create characters that are consistent and realistic at least in the way that their motivations and personalities make sense. And that's where this alignment system was invented. The developers of D&D created and refined this method as a way of categorizing the different types of personalities. That way, in the game, you just have to select one of these personality types and you'd be able to understand what kind of decisions that character would make or how that character views the world.
2: I don't know if this is this is completely tangential. It doesn't have anything to do with alignments that you're talking about. But I was just wondering if you guys had any times in your life that you feel like would have been a natural 20 if it were <laughs> D&D. Oh,
1: dude, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I got one. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, it was on my second date with my ex-girlfriend from when I was 28 years old. We went to a bar and uh, I, I I didn't want to, but I knew I had to. And I, and I did a, a karaoke and I shredded it up and people got up and started dancing and stuff. Really? Yeah. And then this weird like drugged out guy was trying to harass this, this woman and she was like crying by herself. And I got between them and I'm like not a fighter. I'm like a, a very passive wimpy boy but i I felt cool because like all right i did it that was my one time (laughs) people
0: danced to your karaoke yeah that's yeah. that's wild yeah what song did you do west end girls by the pet shop boys okay can you give us a little taste of it uh <laughs> you
1: make me do that? you made me relive that moment? What if I just get all amped up right now? Yeah, don't,
0: don't reroll cuz we might hit a natural one on this on this attempt. I'm just going to immediately say the,
1: worst, the wrong word, the first word. <laughs> East pet store girls. <laughs>
0: So the the D&D alignment system, it's a really valuable tool that people use, not just in D&D, but for anything. It's seen as such an effective way of categorizing personality types that it can be used to explain the motivations and worldview of pretty much any character from any story or movie or fictional universe, or even beyond that, it could be used to categorize and explain people's personalities in the
2: real world. Am I going to be able to uh, criminally profile after this episode?
0: I think so. I mean, obviously people in real life are way more dynamic and complex than fictional Mm. characters. So it's not like these personality alignments are ever an exact match or a full explanation of a real person, but it's interesting to see how much they line up with the real world. So let's take a look at how the D&D Alignment System works. The system is based on two different spectrums that are meant to measure how a person might view the world. One spectrum is the measure of good versus evil, and those are pretty common terms, right? You probably have a pretty good idea of what that means, Uh, Mm -hmm. but good and evil, those are, are pretty subjective. So for this system, they define them a little bit more. Good is how much someone cares about other people's well-being. If you want to protect and provide for other people, even if it means taking sacrifices to yourself, that's good. You're a good person. Evil is the opposite of that. If you care more about your own personal success or happiness and would rather make sure that you've got what you need rather than what other people need, then you tend to fall a little bit more on the evil side. Now, in fictional fantasy worlds, this can be taken to the extreme. So an evil person doesn't care about other life at all. If they can benefit from someone else's misfortune or pain, then they'll take advantage of that no problem. And while there's definitely some people in the real world that might actually be like that, I think it makes more sense for real life purposes to think of evil as meaning putting your own well-being as the top priority Mm -hmm. and not being concerned about other people's well-beings that much instead. Okay. By those definitions, do you guys think you tend to fall more towards good or more towards evil?
1: I'm probably more towards good. I think think I'm mostly good. I would say probably maybe a little little good. (laughs) I'm probably a little good. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay, the second spectrum in the alignment system is maybe a little bit more abstract. It's law versus chaos. A lawful person thinks that it's really important to stick to the rules. They think that laws are there for a reason and following them is the best option. Rules and laws make society reliable and consistent, and that's a good thing. And those rules can come from a whole bunch of different sources, like maybe it's the legal system or maybe it's religious rules or societal expectations or whatever, whatever kind of rules govern a society. The other end of that spectrum is chaos. A chaotic person thinks that rules are not a good thing. To the chaotic person, laws are stifling and inflexible. Personal freedom is much more beneficial and important. Freedom allows people to do what they want, and both the individual and society benefit from that. So chaos is more about being adaptable and flexible. So on that spectrum, it's basically whether you look at laws as something that make the world better and safer and more reliable or do you tend to think of laws as something that can be ignored when they conflict with your own personal freedoms? Oh. And I feel like okay. that's that's a pretty hard thing to measure in real life. Like yeah. I feel like context matters so much when it comes to stuff like totally. that. Totally.
2: Like we all speed, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think really at its core is how much do you respect rules? Do you tend to follow them in most situations, or do you tend to disregard them whenever you can? How much of a of a sexy bad boy are you?
1: I like that everyone else has rules, but I don't want to follow my. I want to have my own rules. (laughs) I want you guys to have it so I can predict what you're doing, and then I I want to be able to work my way around it, weasel around, slither around.
2: Well, if if you don't want your rules, can
1: I have your rules? Yeah. You got double double up. Yeah, you're not using them. Now I'm free of, this, oh, of the confines of all these dumb, <laughs> dumb rules, and I can slither around, slather around, <laughs> you, get down. You are a
0: sexy bad boy. Yeah. You're chaos, I'd imagine, in this situation, yeah. at least. I think so. Yeah. Kevin, do you like rules? I like rules, yeah. yeah. You're a good boy. You're a sexy good boy. Thank
1: you. <laughs> you're like a stripper cop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, there's one other measure we have to cover, too, because on any spectrum, it's possible to fall right in the middle. In the alignment system, that's referred to as neutral. So if you think you're right in the middle of good and evil, you don't think it's more important to put others above yourself, and you also don't care about putting yourself above others, that's neutral. You just don't care about it. Good and evil isn't something that you think about. You can also be neutral in law versus chaos. If you don't care about rules, but you also don't care about personal freedom that much, you're neutral. It's all the same to you. And so the D&D alignment system is based on those two spectrums. You measure how good versus evil someone is, and then you measure how lawful versus chaotic they are, and the combination of those two measurements is your alignment. So you could be lawful and good, or you could be lawful evil, or you could be chaotic evil, or you could fall right in the middle of either spectrum, or even both spectrums and just be straight, neutral, neutral. So in total, there are nine possible combinations. And with each combination, it tries to explain how someone sees the world. It categorizes their motivations and predicts what type of decisions they're likely to make. So do you guys want to look at what those nine combinations say about a person and figure out which ones you are? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's start with the lawful ones. People that tend to follow the rules. The easiest one to figure out is probably lawful good because it's basically exactly how it sounds. You're lawful, so that means you follow every rule and every law. You you truly believe that rules are there for the benefit of society and everyone needs to follow them for that benefit. Plus, on the good versus evil spectrum, you're good, which means that you place the well-being of others above yourself. So those two combined, you're basically dedicated to making sure that other people are happy and successful and taken care of, and you think rules and laws are the best way to make sure that happens. So that's pretty nice, right?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's
0: beautiful. Now, the flip side of that is lawful evil. And this one is a little bit more interesting. Just like the last person, you're also lawful. So that means you're really, you really believe in the rules. Uh, you have a complete faith in the idea that laws are necessary, but you're not good, you're evil. So that means instead of wanting to help everybody else, you want to help yourself. Your main motivation is to make sure you're happy and you're comfortable and successful. And you think the best way to do that is through the rules of a society or a religion or whatever. So you're not going to do anything illegal. You're just going to make sure that the rules benefit you first and foremost oh. and if it sucks for other people that's not really something you're concerned about
1: That's like politics or, yeah. or like lawyers right <laughs> uh-huh,
0: exactly <laughs> so let me give you an example say you get a promotion at your job and it gives you the power to delegate all your work to the people underneath you if you want to to the point where you really wouldn't have to do anything anymore. You could mm. just sit at home in your sweatpants playing Crash Bandicoot all day. <laughs> but all the people under you would be overwords and and super stressed out and just miserable. Would you do it? Probably start playing
1: Street Fighter instead. No, no. I got to finish ba- <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. I only have one goal and that's it. To finish Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> finish? No one's I don't think anyone's ever finished that game. Have you have you ever Have you ever seen anyone finish it? I've gotten to level 3. Bullshit. Oh, bullshit. No one. No one's gotten I mean, I had an uncle that worked at Nintendo, so <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: so yeah if you're like fuck it it's too good of a situation to pass up that's lawful evil you've got a third lawful option and that's lawful neutral and in my opinion lawful neutral is probably the worst uh, because basically it means that to you the rules are all that matter you don't really think about the concepts of good or bad those are subjective ideas and they don't really factor in when you're making a choice if a law is in place you follow it and that's it so for example uh you brought up speeding a minute ago so here's a question for you when you're driving the speed limit why are you doing that? Why do you follow the
1: rules of the road? so you don't get an ca- accident. So it know. doesn't hurt anybody? Yeah.
0: yeah. That's good, right? Yeah. If you're doing it because you think the rules are there to keep everyone on the road safe, then you're lawful good. You could benefit from going faster, but you won't do it because you want to you make sure that for the greater good of society that everybody is safe. But if you're the kind of person that doesn't speed because you want to avoid a speeding ticket, then maybe you're sliding a little more towards the lawful evil side. I mean, not perfectly, but you're doing it for your own benefit rather than other people's. But if you're following the speed limit simply because that's what you're supposed to do when you're driving and you've never really thought about it on any deeper level, that's lawful neutral. And I'd imagine for a lot of people, they probably just follow rules because those rules are in place. You know, if you don't tend to question why you're doing it and if you're not motivated by a morality, that's lawful neutral.
1: It's like a soggy
0: toast. Yeah, a real soggy yeah, toast. A soggy <laughs>
1: toast of a person.
0: <laughs> you can actually get deeper into what it means to be lawful neutral too, but we don't, we, we won't really. But at face value, is, it seems so shallow, right? Like the people that yeah. it describes are just mindless lemmings. But the deeper levels of lawful neutral go into some pretty interesting philosophy about how in nature and in the universe as a whole, good and evil doesn't exist. Those are human constructs. What does exist in nature is order. Mm-hmm. Things in nature find structure and stability, and that's all that's real. So, like, you know, we don't talk about good and evil when we talk about wild animals, right? Like a lion isn't evil for eating a gazelle. It's just part of the food chain. And the food chain is the order. It's the law. And that's all that matters.
2: I guess I've only ever thought of lions as being truly evil when they throw other lions off a cliff into a (laughs) centipede.
1: Yeah. They're brothers. Do you have an
2: example of a good lion?
1: Um,
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. Me too. Let's talk about it later. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. Those are the lawful personalities. Now, let's take a look at the opposite of that, chaotic personalities. Like lawful, you can either be chaotic good, chaotic evil, or chaotic neutral. And the one thing that ties them all together is that you're chaotic. So you think that personal freedom and flexibility is most important. Rules and laws are stifling and bad. Let's take a look at chaotic good first. A chaotic good person is good, so that means that they're going to put other people's well-being above their own. They're willing to make sacrifices to make sure that other people are happy and safe. At the same time, they're chaotic, which means that they don't like rules and laws. and Instead, they think personal freedom to do whatever they want to do is more important. So if you put those together, you get chaotic good. It's a person who will do whatever they want to do without any regard for the rules. But what they want to do is help other people. That's a, So you can lie and you can cheat and you can steal if you want to, as long
1: as it's for the greater good of society. So is that like a, it's like a Batman, like a, a Robin Hood or a Manic Pixie Dream Girl?
0: Yeah, exactly. Or even like in a in a real life scenario, let's use like a, a, a classroom analogy. Say you're a student. Um, give me a name for a really mean teacher. Crap balls.
1: Johnny, Johnny crap
0: balls. Okay, perfect. So say you're a student in mean old Mr. Johnny crap balls class. <laughs> and he's going to give an impossibly hard test that he didn't prepare the class for because he's just the worst. None of the students in your class are going to do well. So at lunch, you go in and you tell Mr. Johnny Crapballs that his car is on fire or there's free hot dogs in the teacher lounge or something. And when he runs out in a panic, you break into his filing cabinet and you steal the answer key. So you can tell everyone the answers and save their bacon. I mean, you lied and you stole and you cheated, but it was to help others. And at the cost of your own risk, that's chaotic good. Basically, you don't think an effective way to ensure that good things happen is by following the law. So you have the personal freedom to do whatever you want to make sure that good things happen.
2: I like that. I feel like that's you, Roger.
0: Uh, Yeah, I would like to think that that's me.
1: That's you for sure.
2: I hate rules. Yeah.
0: I don't follow any of them. You're a manic
1: yeah. pixie dream girl. <laughs> Thank you. I like your haircut. I like it's kind of short. It's kind of above your shoulders. Mm-hmm. You got some yeah. bangs or something. Yeah, dyed it blue. Hey, mine, mine's short and above my shoulders too. Joey, look at. Oh. Yeah, but you're, wow. you're not quirky enough, Kevin. You're not quirky.
2: Yeah, sh- very straight. Legs. <laughs> hey, can you
1: give us a little? Just show us. Just, just give us a little taste of what it's like if you're quirky, and we'll decide if you're a manic pixie dream, Kevin. Yeah, like
2: for the rest of the podcast. No, yeah. Just, just,
1: yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well,
2: okay. how about this? Uh, give me. Uh, you're going
0: to take me on a date what kind of date are you going to take me on kevin
2: it's finger painting it's finger <laughs> painting oh. and finger foods well, that's, that's the worst combination <laughs> you
0: get paint all up on your, your hot on wings on your chicken
1: fingers yeah. yeah
0: yeah you're you're a manic pixie dream girl kevin yeah I it's, it.
1: it's that accent that really sold me
0: <laughs> you're like a weird southern country manic pixie dream girl so the other side of that is chaotic evil You follow a chaotic philosophy, so you're all about having the personal freedom to do anything and everything you want. And unfortunately, unlike chaotic good, all you want to do is make sure you have everything you could desire, even at the cost of other people's health and happiness. So a chaotic evil person is not limited by anything. They have no rules and no morals. Their only driving force is to make sure they're the most successful or the most powerful or the happiest or whatever. So you can rob an old lady's house or you can lie to a child and pretend to be santa so he lets you into his house and you can take a piss on their dinner table or whatever it doesn't matter you can do anything you want so obviously this is the alignment of psychopaths right this is hardened criminals yeah but there's a lot of theories that this is also the alignment of big corporate ceos yeah. and billionaires yeah for sure yeah you get to the top by stepping on other people you know you have to hurt others to get that power and climb that you can ladder pee on anyone's table you can pee on rich. anyone's
1: table can you imagine I'm going to imagine real fast. Okay, I'm back.
0: <laughs>
1: I thought I was a good guy, but I get it now.
0: Yeah. That may seem a little extreme. I mean, I'm sure not all billionaires and CEOs are terrible people. But as a group, they probably weigh a little more in that direction than others. Yeah. Like uh, Jeff Bezos. Is it Bezos? Bezos? I mean, it's- Who gives a fuck? Well, I know that he listens, though. So yeah, I don't want to. I, I, give, I give a fuck. About long-time it. fan, Jeff Bezos. We yeah. appreciate your listenership. We just call them bees. Yeah, the bees. here. Yeah. <laughs> but there's all those reports about how Amazon employees have such terrible working conditions that they aren't even given the option to go to the bathroom when they need to. But meanwhile, Bezos is like the richest man in the world. That's chaotic evil. But
1: then again, mm-hmm. think about all the good he's doing at the expense of those people to get us. I need to get, you know, less uh, poop water. Need, <laughs> yeah, less poop. I need to get a, a carton of goldfish tonight. Yeah. And I, can, I need I
0: need pajamas by tomorrow morning. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, true.
2: So maybe it's the greater good. Roger, you've been doing a lot of suspicious things this podcast, like really specific examples. And then just saying that you need your pajamas by the morning. <laughs> that makes no sense.
0: Well, I have enough pajamas to last me one more night, but I need PJs for tomorrow. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> okay. You never wear the same pair of pajamas twice. Yeah,
0: I, they're really disposable. Good. I just get incredibly sweaty during the night. <laughs> mm-hmm. they just
2: dissolve into you. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah so the last type of chaotic person is chaotic neutral a chaotic neutral person only values one thing their freedom and you can think of them as like the free spirit they see any kind of regulation on what they can and can't do as handcuffs and the goal of their life is just to be as free as possible and they take that idea even a step further because they're neutral they don't have to follow any sense of morality between good and evil To them, both are equally as restraining. Feeling like you have to help other people or feeling like you have to help yourself all the time, both of those are miserable because it's something you have to do. Any kind of obligation, no matter what it is, is just the worst thing you can imagine. Now, typically, if you're chaotic neutral, you end up just kind of living in the moment, making decisions as things happen. And because you're not really planning for the future, you tend to be maybe a little overindulgent. You drink too much or eat too much or you sleep in too late, because why not? Basically, your driving force in life is just to be as free as possible and have fun in the
1: is that jack sparrow
0: yeah jack sparrow okay which seems kind of great right everybody loves the free-spirited fun person yeah but when you really think about it that person can also just be awful you know you can't count on them you, for anything can you imagine the credit score on that guy <laughs> probably That's terrible the worst we should try to predict people's credit scores based on their D&D <laughs> alignment <laughs>
1: Is Tom Bombadil in that category? You would know. I I don't know.
0: Tom Bombadil from Lord of the Rings? Yeah. He is beyond
1: rules, and he's beyond good and bad. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he's chaotic neutral. I like this. Uh, This is fun for me because I I – I've never really thought about characters that would fit yeah. in this, this chart.
0: I have a quiz for you guys at the end, so uh, so we'll get okay. to some. Oh, Now, cool. there's one last set of alignments that you can fall under. So far, everything has been grouped as either lawful or chaotic, and then you can be good or evil or neutral within those. But what if you just don't care about law or chaos that much? What if you fall somewhere in between on that spectrum? Like maybe you don't think laws are important, but you also don't place a lot of value in personal freedom. If that's the case, then you're neutral on that spectrum, meaning that you could be neutral good, neutral evil, or just straight neutral neutral. So for example, if you're neutral good, that means that you don't really think that laws or personal freedom are a huge deal. You just want to do good. How you do that doesn't really matter. Sometimes it makes sense to uphold the law to make sure that people are happy, and sometimes it makes more sense to break the law to do that neutral evil is the same way but about helping yourself over helping others in the same way you can use the law or break the law at will to accomplish that sometimes it makes more sense to break the law and step on other people to lift yourself up and then other times maybe it makes more sense to use the laws to push yourself up and to push other people down so you just take the importance of rules or no rules out of it completely that's the neutral category Now within this group, it's possible to be neutral neutral, meaning that not only do you not care about laws or chaos, you also don't care about good versus evil. You're truly neutral in all ways. And if you're neutral neutral, you don't really don't feel strongly about any larger philosophy of life or nature or whatever. You just do whatever seems like a good idea. And what seems like a good idea can vary wildly from situation to situation. Sometimes it makes sense to help others and to sacrifice yourself a little. Other times it might make sense to hurt someone for your own gain. Like maybe... Uh, for example, it's payday and you have a lot of money. So it makes sense to use some of that money to give food to people in need. But then a couple weeks later, money's getting tight. You don't have enough money for lunch. So you steal a sandwich from a homeless person because that helps you out in the situation that's more important in that specific context. So everything is fluid and flexible. Mm.
1: That's neutral, neutral. There's probably a religion that that aligns with where it's like you take it. it is give a penny, take a penny philosophy.
0: Yeah, actually, uh, a lot of times neutral, neutral is used to describe beings that have like transcended to. To a higher level mm. like imagine a, a buddhist monk that has reached enlightenment is beyond the concepts of law and chaos or good and bad mm-hmm. that can be neutral neutral mm, cool and that's it those are all the different categories that a person's personality can fall under and hypothetically you should be able to define any character from any story using these measures and to some degree you can explain real people's personalities with it too. So, I made a list of iconic characters. Do you guys want to see if you can figure out what the alignment is for each yeah. one? Yeah. I
2: was hoping this would happen.
0: And uh, listeners at home, if you want to play along, keep track of your answers. And if you get them all right, let us know and we'll email you a trophy or
2: something. <laughs> Wait, how do you know what, what the right answer is?
0: I think we should come to we should come to decision as a group. Oh, okay. I think the three of us can decide probably based yeah. on what we know about that character. Yeah. Okay. Question number one. We'll start with an easy one. Voldemort from Harry Potter. Is he lawful, chaotic, or neutral? He's chaotic, right? Chaotic. Because he doesn't follow rules.
1: Yeah. No. He kills people. No, yeah. He uses,
0: he uses the, uh, mm-hmm. the forbidden spells. What are they called? Expecto Patronus. <laughs> yeah, he uses his expecto Patronus. Okay, so he's chaotic. And then is he good, evil, or neutral on that spectrum? He's evil, right? <laughs> yeah, Evil. Yeah. <laughs> so he's clearly chaotic yeah. evil. Yeah. So that's an easy one. Uh, okay, question two. Han Solo.
1: Oh.
2: Chaotic? good chaotic good no chaotic neutral he's
1: neutral he's not well
0: i mean well let's let's take it one at a time he's chaotic for sure right
1: mm, he breaks the law he doesn't law. follow rules yeah.
0: so he's chaotic yeah does he put himself or other people first
1: he has both so he, he must be both. neutral
0: he's neutral. Yeah. He
1: neutral yeah neutral
0: yeah okay chaotic neutral okay question 3 is a trick one maybe captain america from the marvel
2: cinematic universe
1: Uh, He is lawful. He's neutral. Is he?
2: Yeah. I mean, he started off being very lawful. And then when Liberties got into check because of the government, he decided to break the laws. So I feel like he's a case-by-case basis.
0: I would say he changed. I would say he was lawful good definitely because he never strayed from the law, right? But then later when his character evolved, he became chaotic good.
1: So that means he's neutral then.
0: So I don't know if that makes him neutral good or it just means that his character changed.
2: He would still – like in the beginning, he would still take his ragtag group out to Mm -hmm. handle the situation when he wasn't supposed to and stuff. That's true. So he might break the rules if he thinks it's for the good. I think he kind of lives by his own morality and – the rules are usually in line with what he thinks, but when they're not, he doesn't hesitate.
0: So that's that would be neutral good then, right? Yeah. Neutral good, yeah, I think. Neutral good. Okay, Captain America neutral good. Neutral good. Okay, question four. This one might be tough for you, Joey, since I know you don't really watch Game of Thrones, uh, so this one might be all on you, Kev.
1: Oh, no, I know them all. I know them all. Tyrion, <laughs> I know Cersei, <laughs> I know...
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, let's go with that one. Cersei, Cersei Lannister.
1: Oh, got it. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um... Love her hair, it's short. Love her smile, sparkles. Yeah. Do you know she had sex with her brother? That's what they do in the Game of Thrones, though. Yeah, this is how you win the Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah, that, you gotta, you gotta get some dragons. Yeah. Gotta have the White Walkers, gotta have the Brown Creamers. <laughs> I don't remember that part. It's in the books. Okay, so
0: is she lawful or chaotic? <laughs>
1: uh, so she is chaotic. No, she's lawful. Oh, she's lawful. Go lawful?
0: Lawful evil. Lawful evil. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, question five. This is a hard one. I didn't know how to answer this one, but I would love to. Uh, I'd love to get some perspective from you guys. Okay, uh, Ray Romano from Everybody
1: Loves Raymond. <laughs> oh, beautiful. He's uh, he's ascended beyond everything. Neutral, 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 neutral. Yeah,
0: he's neutral, neutral, <laughs> yeah. neutral, neutral <laughs> is what I would say. Too. He's basically a god. He's beyond the mortal coil. <laughs> yeah,
1: I believe that in my heart. I feel like he's better than anyone.
0: Ray Romano, the actor, or Ray Romano, <laughs> the character from Everybody Loves Raymond.
1: I think anything. In or around Ray.
0: <laughs> so does that mean if I can get in or around Ray, I'm also just great? That's how you, that's
2: how you get it. You, and... you you have to
0: go in there and <laughs> steal it. I'd love to.
2: You know how How I Met Your Mother is like a series built on finally saying how he was introduced to their mom? Yeah. I feel like everybody loves Raymond. It's the same thing, but you're just watching his journey to the point where he ascends and everybody loves him. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, everyone does love him all along the way, right?
2: Yeah, so, no. So
0: is the series finale he just becomes a being of pure energy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just a glowing orb of goodness. The second half of the, the finale, it's just like a screeching high pitched noise and just <laughs> and, and your TV just glows like it's a it's it's incredible.
0: It made my nose bleed for days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm blind now. <laughs> worth it, though. Incredible yeah. TV. I went out seeing the, the the only thing that was really worth seeing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but for real, though, uh, he's a family man. He puts his family before him. He does get kind of in these weird little – they're so small, though. I can't imagine that he's really – I think he's a good guy. Good guy. I think he's
0: good. I think he's – But is he chaotic or lawful? Does he follow the rules? I feel like he might make his own rules. Yeah.
1: He, I think he tries to bend the rules and then realizes he's wrong and then feels bad about it so he tries to remedy it so I think oh. he's a chaotic good but then he, he always ends up feeling bad about things so he ends up being kind of lawful good okay so yeah. maybe just split the difference maybe, yeah neutral, neutral, good. Neutral, neutral good I think is mm-hmm. what you're going to look for yeah well, mm. I would agree with that everyone loves him though tell you that much.
2: <laughs> hey I have one for you guys yeah okay uh, Outback Steakhouse yeah <laughs> oh. Okay, they have a blooming onion, and
0: that's like pure
2: chaos. Yeah, no sure. doubt about that's it. That's for sure. Chaos. It's plus, definitely plus chaos. their slogans. No rules, just right. Yeah.
0: Oh shit, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everything I've ever had at Outback has been very
1: good. Um, have you guys been doing Outback for real?
0: Uh, I have, but it's been probably a decade. Yeah, I don't I'm remember
1: anything about it. Ten to twelve years ago, with my girlfriend in college, did we go together? Did we go together? Was I on that date? No. (laughs) Oh, no, no. No, no, my girlfriend in college, we went one time. And I remember thinking it was really sad on the inside. (laughs) Are
0: they still around? I I don't know. Can we make it our mission to go to an outback steakhouse
2: together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Summer and plan. We'll-
1: That's my vacation. <laughs> yeah. That's all I want to do this the summer.
2: <laughs> they let you throw the peanuts on the floor there, right? I don't think so. <laughs> I can't imagine. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I think you have to bring your own peanuts, though. Byop, because I doubt these are peanuts. Byop. I'm I'm normally lawful good, but when I'm in that steakhouse, <laughs> I wish Michael Jackson was still alive because then that would be the sequel to BYD <laughs> Byop
0: yeah okay good so question six is outback steakhouse (laughs) question seven kramer from seinfeld
1: oh he's definitely chaos right yeah i would agree seems like it yeah he's a wacko
0: yeah that's what i'd say too chaotic neutral
1: chaotic neutral yeah uh
0: number eight buzz lightyear from toy story oh Lawful good, lawful good. Yeah, yeah, that's what I put too. Lawful good, to
1: infinity and forever.
0: <laughs> His <laughs> famous catchphrase. uh Number nine, Aladdin from Disney's Aladdin.
1: Oh. Okay. Uh. Well. Chaotic good. Chaotic good.
0: Chaotic good. But does he but, always? Does he always disregard the rules when he becomes the prince? I mean, he's
1: pretending to he be fakes, a prince. He's pretending to be a prince to to trick a girl into liking him. Yeah. But, he's
2: breaking the, the biggest rule, and that is that only a sultan can marry the princess. Yeah, that's true. That's
0: chaotic. Yeah, he's chaotic for sure, huh? Yeah. Okay, number 10 is a little bit more personal. Uh, it's about the alignment of my favorite character, Joey. Oh.
2: From friends? From,
1: from your group of friends. <laughs> my <Yeah>. friend, Joey. <laughs> Go ahead. Debate all you want, fellas. Uh,
0: okay, so does Joey follow the rules? I would say... He tends to follow the rules more than he doesn't. Yeah, I would say that too. I think so.
1: Yeah, yeah think lawful.
0: So. And huh. then I would say he's definitely good, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, Joey, you should weigh in on this. You know yourself better than I do.
1: I have a dark heart, though, is the only thing, is that I have to fight it off because I always have, like, I want this. I want to be selfish and then I yeah. – it's hard for me not to, to to do that but then I do it sometimes. Maybe
0: lawful neutral then. Yeah, that's true. Lawful neutral perhaps.
1: But I do like the idea of like my personal thing. I've always been kind of weird. People always call me weird because I just choose to disregard what the standard way, like the etiquette for how to – That's true. Like how people should act. I don't want – I fuck that. I don't want to act like how I'm supposed to act. No Socially, way.
0: Socially, you make your own rules for sure. Yeah. But say in a situation like when you were a student or maybe at your job now, do you uh-huh. disregard rules or do you
1: follow the rules? I follow the rules. Yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah. But is that for your personal game?
1: Um, I guess it's just that I'm, I'm a wiener and I'm afraid of getting in trouble. Just because they're the rules? Yeah. Oh, shit. You're lawful neutral. I suck. Oh, that blows. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not going to be that anymore. I'm not going to be that anymore. I'm going to curse on this podcast. I'm going to take my shoes off. No, don't. <laughs> oh, man, I hate that. I don't want to be that. No, you're not. I would say you're neutral good. Mm. Okay, I'll take that. I thought for sure it was going to be a chaotic thing. I guess I'm not though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. When I was like younger, we used to break into places all the time. That was cool. And just steal whatever we want from old ladies' houses. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs>
0: That was great, man. Our 20s were great. <laughs>
1: You're a bad influence. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, what about my second favorite character? Probably my real favorite character, Kevin.
1: Oh. Um all right. So let's see, if I was a Kevin and there were 10 jelly beans on this, on this <laughs> <laughs> 10 jelly beans on the on my desktop. Why
2: don't you give me some scenarios and I'll tell you what my answers would okay. be and then
1: Kevin, you know I want some jelly beans, but these are the most rare and delicious jelly beans there are. And they were given to you, but you knew that I wanted them, but they were given to you.
2: Have I been, have I had the taste of the berry?
1: <laughs> no, no, you haven't. Uh, so I don't know what, what I'm missing. Actually, it's, it's just one, it's just one really good jelly bean. And you know that, oh my God, Joey, that's, Joey's been talking about that for like 10 years. That's a juicy bean.
2: I, I want a uh, lady in the tramp. We're going to share this berry. It's too
1: small. My teeth my teeth are too big for this, berry. <laughs> big old horse you teeth. You got to do all nothing. <laughs> Fine, you can... Let's make it more real world.
2: Uh, the
0: three of us order a pizza. Um, we each have had two slices. There's a seventh slice, one slice left. Like normal pizza.
1: Yep. <laughs> Seven slices every time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> would you ask us if we want it or would you just take it? I'd ask if you wanted it.
1: Okay. All right. Good. That's good. Do you follow the
2: rules, Kevin? Generally, I follow the rules, yeah. Lawful good? Yeah, unless I'm in an Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, then there's no rules there, right? Yeah. That's what we decided. <laughs> Nobody can be anything but uh, chaotic, chaotic when you're in there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just throw peanuts at the cook, you throw peanuts at the guests. I'm going to eat with my feet. <laughs> it's wild there. Is that what it's like in Australia, I think? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so that's the end of the test. Wait, I want to talk about my favorite character. Okay. Roger. Oh. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean we talked about it a little bit. I would say probably chaotic good if I had to if I had to describe
1: myself. You do uh you at least you used to take the cup out of the out of the trash can to drink out of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, eat food out of the trash can. Um I only I mean this is okay, so this is a little bit hard. So in my house, in my personal home, there's only one rule, and that rule is that there's no rules. Right. So yeah. is that lawful or chaos?
1: Oh, oh boy. That, there, is a, you are that is a – You are following the You're sending me on again. Yeah, or Some sort of Mobius. I feel like I'm <laughs> flipped upside down on my ear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, that's why we compliment each other so good is because we're all – insert the clip of the things that we were. <laughs> I don't remember either. Yeah. We're all lawful, <laughs> <laughs> <all, all>, <laughs> Listeners, I hope you were keeping track
0: uh, because so we please, didn't. Please
1: uh, email us what we were so yeah. we know.
0: <laughs> And then we'll email you the most incredible trophy you've ever seen. Number one listener. Yeah.
1: Um, Can I add something to this, Raj? Yeah. What I think is kind of interesting. Um, When you're actually rolling a character. In Dungeons & Dragons? Yeah, in Dungeons & Dragons, when you're rolling a character, there's like little quirks. And you can roll a dice and it'll say like... Oh, you tend to like try to like hoard things or you try to steal stuff or like you, you can't oh. not help people. Does and it so, fit
0: with your alignment? Because what if you're chaotic evil and then it says you try to help people? That wouldn't make sense, right?
1: So I think the idea is when you roll for it, then you can look and see what your character is all about. Does that, does that make oh, sense? Yeah. But I think that's really good and it's important because I think a lot of people who would play a game like this would tend to – want to project the fantasy that is who they wish they were you know yeah and i think it's important that you're like no your guy's an asshole you have to play Mm -hmm. that role of being an asshole like yeah consistent so
0: which is why this is such a powerful system i think is because it really predicts like if you're if you're somebody that's chaotic evil then you have a pretty good idea of what that person's always going to do in every situation probably Mm -hmm. at least at least to some level cool yeah
1: i love it i love it love duns dragons i love you (laughs) should we wrap it up yeah Yeah. Thanks for listening,
0: everybody. Uh, If you have a minute and you could leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, uh, that'd be great. We'd really appreciate that. And if you leave a review, we'll read it on the air, no matter how terrible the things you say Mm are. Uh,
1: Send us an email. Um, We still have plenty of uh, those little newcomer bags we're going to be sending out to people. It's got some pins and buttons in it. pins and buttons. Everything's been ordered. Uh, Once we get these, probably in the summertime, you can expect those little bags at gmail.com.
2: And if you haven't already, you should probably follow us on Instagram. We post like one minute clips of uh, of each episode as a little teaser with cool animation that Joey does. And uh, we just did a poll recently asking what everybody's favorite episode was. So it'd be yeah. cool to get your input.
0: We're trying to plan out for season two, get a feel for what we should do on season two. So I think the poll might be down now. But if you have a chance, you want to send us a message on what you think the best episode was, then we'll use that to kind of. Uh, maybe tailor some
2: of the season two stuff yeah we're interested in hearing like what kind of content you guys are most interested in hearing about
0: yeah because i mean right now what it's looking like for the rest of season one is i just have like four or five episodes of sex in the city planned
1: Mm -hmm. and i don't know (laughs) if that's
0: going to be too much Uh, and then i know kevin and joe you guys were thinking about maybe doing some episodes on sex Sex in the city City. city. yeah correct. yeah yeah Yeah.
1: so miranda yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) so i'm hoping that's okay with the listeners and if it's not maybe uh shoot us an email let us know
2: if you don't tell us not to, we're going to do we're gonna five do episodes we're of gonna Sex and the City. We're going to do I mean, <laughs> yeah.
1: we're doing several, but I mean... We're going to fucking do, yeah. do it. Do you want three or do you <laughs> want 24? That's the question.
0: Yeah. Because if, if you guys are okay with the next five episodes of Sex and the City, season two...
1: Miranda.
2: Is all Miranda. <laughs> yeah. Man, I love her. After that, it's 24 episodes of the show
1: 24. <laughs> that was a good show, man. Jack Bauer. Man, boy. he's chaotic good.
2: Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. As always... If you liked what we did here today, tell a friend. If you don't, tell an enemy. Catch you next time. Buh-bye. Bye
1: bye.